Hey podcast listeners, I wanted to let you know that in order to really focus on the reason for the season, to slow down, to regenerate, and spend time with my family during the holiday season, the podcast is going to take a two-week break for the holidays. So this will be the finale of 2018 for the ICU podcast, and we will start back up again the first week of January. Welcome to ICU a podcast where we advocate that compassion and connection save lives. They also make life pretty cool. I'm your host, Julie Lee. I see you. Let's be friends. Hey there, welcome to I See You. This is episode 20, You're Not Special. I actually just ran down here because I have a few minutes while both my kids are asleep. It's a miracle. It's a Christmas miracle, y'all. They're both asleep in the middle of the day, which is crazy. The review this week is from Steffi Cammy. It's entitled Life Changing. She says, This podcast is changing my life with each episode. I have recommended it to all my friends and family. Thanks, Julie. That's awesome. Yeah, please keep recommending it. That's super exciting. I get Facebook messages and comments on the website and things like that all the time, but I don't get as many reviews on my podcast. So as much as you can leave, even if you just want to copy and paste what you sent me in a Facebook message and leave it as a review, that's super helpful. It helps make it easier for other people to find the podcast and stuff. Plus, I love hearing from you. So in honor of it being our 20th episode, I got to do something cool, right? Something crazy. I have just released apparel for the ICU podcast on the website to help support the podcast. So remember, the podcast website is www.icupodcast.com. And there is a link at the top that says support the podcast. When you click on that, you can see the cute t-shirts I have. I have some hoodies. I only have things on there that I would want to wear. So I hope you like it. And there is where you can go as well, of course, to receive your 25% off any Mary Kay. If you want to support the podcast, if you feel like this is a powerful message and you also want to do a little self-care, maybe do a little retail therapy, I feel like I can advocate that I think that's a good place to put your money. It helps pay for the cost of the website per year, which is almost $500 and all the equipment and things like that. Thank you for all of your support so that I can keep doing what I'm doing and spread the message and still do what's most important, which is being a mama and taking care of my family. All right, I wanna jump right in today because this is a topic I've been thinking about for a while. You're not special, at least not for the reason I think that you might think you are. It's an idea I got from a conversation with my sister, Amy, who heard it in a Sunday school lesson from her sister-in-law named Britt Strong. So shout out to Britt Strong. Thank you for saying the words, you're not special, and putting into words so many of the feelings I've been feeling. I don't know how similar my podcast today is going to be with the original lesson she gave, because I don't remember a lot of what my sister told me, but I do remember that phrase, you're not special. It's a phrase I can't get out of my head, and I'm about to tell you why. One reason I'm going to talk about what I'm going to talk about today is because I'm really bad at a lot of things, just like all of you. We all have weaknesses, but I do feel like one of my superpowers is that when I'm struggling, I take initiative and I reach out to people. If I'm struggling, my sisters know about it because I'm on the phone with them. And the reason I do that is because I know I'm not special. I want to take you back a little bit to a story and actually includes Tashi, who might be easy for you to remember because she was on the podcast last week talking about her incredible journey. I talk about my very first episode, episode one, about Tashi coming to help clean my house. And as we were cleaning, we didn't talk a ton because she was just helping me with what I needed at the time. And I didn't really feel like talking a lot. Well, somehow by the end of the visit, 
we were sitting next to each other in the front room and she ended up showing me pictures of her angel baby, Nixon. She lost her baby. He was a stillborn and he was her second child. And she showed me these incredibly intimate pictures of him after he was born at the hospital. I remember looking at those pictures and looking at Tashi as she shared with me her experience of suffering. And I don't know how she knew to do that. As I looked at the pictures and I talked to her and I just cried and felt with her a little bit, I realized why I was crying. And it wasn't because of the baby. It wasn't because of Tashi. It was because I realized that I'm not special. I'm not the only one that knows about suffering. And in that way, I could relate to this girl sitting in front of me because I knew that she knew pain. And so she was someone I could open up and talk to because she was willing to share with me a time when she'd felt pain. So I'm here today to tell you, you are not alone, that you're not special if you've been divorced. You're not special if you look at pornography, if your spouse looks at pornography. You are not special if you've contemplated suicide. You're not special if you've struggled with infertility. You're not special if you've been bullied before. You're not special if you're attracted to someone of the same gender. You're not special if you've made mistakes, big mistakes. You're not special if you've lost a child. You're not special if you had sex before you got married and didn't plan to. You're not special if you've had someone say at church something really, really stupid to you that's definitely not doctrinally sound in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. You're not special for those reasons. You're not. You are not alone. Maybe you think that you're the only one who knows how to suffer that badly. Maybe you think you're the only one who knows what it feels like to have living another day be so incredibly exhausting, the idea of that. It can leave you in a complete panic. Well, I'm here to tell you, you're not special. You are wrong. You are not alone in your suffering. Let people in. Let me tell you the problem with believing that you're special for these reasons. If I believe that I'm special, that no one else has felt the pain that I can, that no one can relate to me, then I think no one understands. Then I think I'm alone and that no one could possibly get how hard my life is. That is a lie. I know because I've been there. I've had those feelings before where I thought nobody can understand this. No one has a clue. So therefore, I'm going to isolate myself and not talk to anybody because no one gets it. Back in episode one, I talk about the scary guy coming over and saying he knew what I was going through. And I realized as he looked at my face and he talked to me about his story with depression and with anxiety, that I wasn't special in the fact that I was struggling with those same dark, awful feelings. And that knowledge that I wasn't special for that brought me peace. Because when you think you're special, you tend to isolate yourself, to not open up to other people. There are people all around you who may not have gone through your exact same situation, but they know pain and they know enough to be a friend who you can connect with. But if you assume that you're special, that nobody gets it, then you're not going to connect with other people. If you assume that you're special, that you are alone in this, then how can you ever have the kind of empathy for others that you should? If I assume that I'm special because I had infertility problems, then when my friend confides in me that they're struggling with the demands of motherhood, how can I really have empathy for them if inside I'm thinking, but you don't really get it. You didn't have to work as hard as I did to get these kids here. If you had, well, maybe then I could talk to you. But I'm special because I know more about how special kids are because I know the pain of infertility. And bam, no compassion and no connection. Obviously, we all meet people out there who aren't healthy to be around, who maybe they think they're special or whatever, and they're not the kind of people that you and I choose to share our darkest, deepest secrets with, and that's fine. 
And I also understand that I am a super extroverted person and a lot of people are more shy and they don't like to open up in big groups and share a ton all the time. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But find somebody to share with. It's important. I've shared before that my husband and I both went to college at BYU and it's really special to us. We love BYU. Well, last week in the very business building that my husband took all of his major classes in, a girl jumped off the fourth floor. A girl at BYU just jumped off the fourth floor of the business building. That's how important it is because maybe she thought she was special and she thought that no one had felt what she has felt. Maybe she was so certain that nobody else could understand. This is important. What is it going to take for people to start talking to each other? We are so disconnected. I get it. I get feeling like an introvert. I get the idea of wanting to respect people's privacy. But in general, just like I talked about body image, I think the pendulum has swung way too far. And if you need evidence of that, then I want you to go read an article on the news or the many teen suicides going on or the many adult suicides going on or the suicides going on in elementary school. We have to start talking and start realizing that we are not special in that we have felt pain and that there are people we can connect with all around us who, if they're smart, they'll have compassion and they'll know how to connect with us. And guess what? If they're not good at that, find someone else who is. In those moments when I've got caught up in that idea that I'm special, I'm alone, no one gets me, there's a piece of pride in there. And understandably so. There's something that's so intense about real suffering. And it's so intense. It feels like nobody could possibly have endured this. Nobody. And you feel like you need a name for it. You want to take ownership of it somehow because it's almost sacred in a way. In some ways, it feels good to say, nobody gets me. I'm alone in this. No one knows how hard this is. Or maybe only this little club gets it and nobody else can. I could say that about infertility or depression or anxiety. Only my friends who have experienced depression can connect with me. All of us like feeling like we belong somewhere. And I don't think there's anything wrong with choosing who you confide in or sharing experiences with people who have had similar experiences because they may have a perspective that other people don't that will help you. But if it ever becomes a mentality where we're looking down on others to lift ourselves up, we're wrong. My friend Brittany on episode two, she and I met because we go to the same therapist and our therapist knew that we would get along because we've had some really similar struggles. And certainly there's conversations that Brittany and I have that are different than conversations I have with some of my other friends who haven't struggled with anxiety and depression. And it's a huge blessing to have Brittany in my life for that reason. But it doesn't mean that she is the only friend I can reach out to if I'm having an off day. I can call my sister and I can say, hey, I'm having a crappy day. The voices in my head are loud today. And she can say, dang girl, I'm sorry. I'm kind of having a bad day too because someone yelled at me at the store. And we can trust enough in our relationship and we know neither of us is special. We both know how to feel pain. It's so exciting to find out that you're not special. You can find friends everywhere you go. The more I learn about people, the more I realize I can get along with almost anybody as long as they don't believe they're special and refuse to connect with other people. It's really hard to be friends with someone who thinks they're special and that no one can ever understand or get them. As I keep thinking about this topic, I keep thinking of all the examples in this podcast alone of people sharing stories of when they found out that they weren't special. Episode 19, just barely, Tashi talks about going into her bishop and how her bishop said to her, 
something around the percentage of 40% of young adults have also made a mistake and had sex before marriage. But yours, you being pregnant is going to be obvious. Other people are going to see it, but you are no different than them. Tashi talked about how that helped her feel better, that she wasn't alone. She was learning that she's not special and that she has made a mistake. There are other people who have made mistakes. All of us, by the way. In episode four, my sweet niece, Marin, who has Lily's Diet syndrome, she was nervous before an MRI. So what did she do? She was able to connect with another little boy who has the same life-threatening illness as her and Skype with him. And he was able to give her some specific advice of what to do and how it would go during the MRI. He coached her through it. She learned, hey, I'm not special. Someone else has been through this. Deirdre on episode 13 She's the one that almost died trying to have children. She felt so alone. Nobody was talking about fertility in that time. And then she finally went to a fertility clinic and she saw a line of women wrapped around the building waiting to be seen at this fertility clinic. And she talks about having this feeling of, oh my gosh, there are other people out there struggling. Each of these people in these episodes came to the realization that they weren't special. Did that make them feel not as important? No, actually they felt relief and peace in this knowledge because they realize there are people that I can connect with. Maybe I'm not alone after all. Maybe those voices in my head that tell me I'm lonely and nobody will ever understand me. Maybe they're a lie. The coolest part about realizing that you're not special is Satan can't get to you as much. I've talked about before on here, a wise therapist that told me that depression is a demanding mistress. And I don't care if you've struggled with clinical severe depression like I have, we all know what it feels like to have a crappy day. And yes, it's different than clinical depression. However, you can understand this, that depression is a demanding mistress. Depression wants you alone where it's dark and nobody else can talk to you. Depression doesn't want anyone else talking to you because... If you hear other people talking, giving their opinion about your situation, listening to you, confiding in you as well, sitting with you in your pain, you just might realize that depression, the voices in your head aren't true. And depression doesn't want that. Depression wants you to isolate, to disconnect from everybody around you. And it wants you to think things like, I'm just being private. I'm just dealing with this on my own. Are there times for that? Sure. But once again, the pendulum has swung way too far. And I feel 100% confident in saying that. Anyone that wants to fight me on that, go for it. <laughs> I promise I will not give up that fight because I see too much suicide around me. I see too much heartache around me. I see too many women who sit in their houses and feel like they don't have friends. Do they reach out to people? Maybe sometimes, but not always. And why? Because we don't connect with each other anymore. People feel uncomfortable. I know they do sometimes. When I see them in the store, when I talk to random strangers, sometimes it's like they look at me like, why are you talking to me? Why would you talk to me? And they just want the uncomfortableness to stop. They want me to stop looking at them in the face. And it's okay. I have compassion for them. But maybe we need to do something about this problem. Maybe instead of just falling victim to it, of this is just the way things are. Maybe we need to start realizing that we're not special and that we are a family we are a human family and that there are people, there are stupid people who are going to say the wrong thing. But sometimes those people that say the wrong thing just don't know what else to say. 
It's going to take practice, but we have to do it. If we want anything to change, if we really care and say, oh, that's so sad when someone takes their life, we better be doing something about it. You better be doing something about it. I better be doing something about it. You are not alone. You're never alone. If you assume that you're not special, you get to assume that that person talking in church, talking over the pulpit, that when they say that Christ has saved them from the depths of hell, you get to assume that they know about suffering and that maybe you can actually listen to their words and get something out of it. Maybe you can assume that they're not just saying something cliche, but they really mean what they're saying because you're assuming that, hey, they're not special and I'm not special. We both know pain. Maybe they have something of value to offer me. When you see someone successful and you assume that their life has been handed to them, Maybe you and I can take a second and realize that they probably didn't get there for free and you could probably connect with them more easily than you think. I have no problem that I have every right to have an awesome conversation with Oprah Winfrey one day. I don't know if that's ever going to happen, but because I don't believe that Oprah Winfrey is special because she's suffered and she's had to work hard in her life because I have too. Am I saying that we have the same accomplishments on paper? No. But she's a daughter of God, I'm a daughter of God, and we're both just doing the best we can. I'm not special in that I felt a different pain than her. She's not special that she's felt different pain than me. We could talk as equals, as people that know that we're not special and know that we need each other. So just let go of thinking that you're special for the reasons that you think you are. Just let go of it. Because when you do, you're going to realize that there are people all around you who want to connect and want to give you compassion as badly as you want to give it to them and as I want to give it to you right now through this microphone. When you realize that you're not special, you can be unstoppable. You can be filled with love for other people. You'll have a kind of empathy that we all want. I can't help but think of one of my very favorite Broadway musicals, which is Dear Evan Hansen. If you know the musical at all, I'm sure you can tell why it's my favorite. It's an incredible story. And one of the one of the most popular songs in it is called You Will Be Found. And the lyrics say this. Have you ever felt like nobody was there? Have you felt forgotten in the middle of nowhere? Have you ever felt like you could disappear, like you could fall and no one would hear? Well, let that lonely feeling wash away. Maybe there's a reason to believe you'll be okay, because when you don't feel strong enough to stand, you can reach, reach out your hand. And oh, someone will come running, and I know they'll take you home. Even when the dark comes crashing through, when you need a friend to carry you, and when you're broken on the ground, you will be found. So let the sun come streaming in, because you'll reach up and you'll rise again. Lift your head up and look around. You will be found. You're not special. You're not alone. You will be found. Especially this time of year, as a lot of us focus a lot on the life and the teachings of Jesus Christ. You want to be like Jesus Christ? Realize that you're not special and that everybody around you needs somebody, including yourself. Now, I've told you all the reasons why you aren't special. Now, I'm going to tell you why you are special. And it's for one reason. You are special because Jesus Christ died and he lived again for you personally. The atonement of Christ covers your wrenching heartache and your most awful mistakes. All the screw ups I've had, it's okay because of Jesus Christ. And that is what's special because he did that for me. I can say you're special because he did it for you and I'm special because he did it for me. And someone could argue, well, then you're not special because you're both the same. You both got the same sacrifice. 
But the thing about it is, because of Jesus Christ, of who he is and the choices he made, we are special. It is an infinite atonement. It goes on forever and ever. And he would have done it individually for just me had I been the only one and just you had you been the only one because he is your brother. And that makes you special. Jesus Christ saved you and you alone for your mission to get things done here. And I wholeheartedly believe part of my mission and part of your mission is to show compassion for the people around you and to connect with them way more than Facebook and texting. Look up. You aren't special for the reasons you think, but you are special because of him, because of Jesus Christ and the love that he has for you individually. That is the only claim you get to have on being special. I am special because I can say to you honestly that Christ has saved me from the depths of hell. I have been in the depths of hell, my own personal hell. And I have been saved by the only one person who can perfectly understand. But he also sent angels into my life, my sisters, my friends, who connected with me and helped me see that I wasn't special. I have felt pain. No one can ever say to me and convince me that I don't know pain and I don't know struggle. I bet a lot of you can say the same. I'm not special. You're not special in the ways that you maybe think you are. You are not alone. You're never alone. I hope you feel more special than you did at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> Can I say that? Maybe it's not some token trophy of, of trials you've been through. Maybe it's because Christ saved you for here and now. Will you please remember that you're not special? Will you please let people in? Will you please reach out? Our lives are depending on it. We're killing ourselves from the inside out by believing this lie that we're special, that no one has messed up as bad as we have, that no one needs Christ as much as we do. That's a lie. We all need healing. Thank you for listening to something that I've wanted to say to you for a very long time. I hope you have a very Merry Christmas and I will see you in two weeks. My name is Julie Lee and I see you. Do you know a group of people that needs to hear the message that compassion and connection save lives, that it saved my life? If you do, will you please contact me at www.icupodcast.com. Seeing each other with compassion and connection not only saves lives, but it can completely transform a work environment, a school environment, and a religious environment. I am willing to talk to anybody that will listen, because I'm right about this.